Well, uh, I want to continue this exercise here in a few minutes. In the meantime, let's tag in Mike Kliss, our 9 News Broncos insider. He joins us thanks to our friends at Fitness Gallery, and he is on the Johnson Auto Plaza hotline. You know, Mike, um, let, I guess let's just pick up where we were just leaving off. You know, I tried to do the exercise on my own uh, at my kitchen table here this week, drafting the what, what I believe is the five best Broncos to serve as the core of this team the next three years um you start to once you start doing the exercise you, you it, it, it gets to be illuminating um that the broncos roster n- needs some work here moving forward i agree yeah it's uh we we're just uh figuring out today with the uh with the all pro ballot that they haven't had a first team all pro on offense now they had a running back who made a pro bowl or two um, Wait, can we try to guess? Mike, can we try to guess? <laughs> can we guess? Who the last? Yeah, go ahead. So, so, so it'd be a first-team All-Pro offensive player? Yeah. I don't think my head goes DT, but in those years, he was going head-to-head with Antonio Brown and, and, and uh, a couple other uh, dynamic receivers. Um, I'm going to go Peyton Manning. Yeah, uh, Demarius was a second-teamer in 2013 and 14. Yeah. Peyton Manning and Louis uh, Louis Vasquez, wow. believe it or not, right guard. Wow, who, forgot who about basically him. Only, who, who basically only had one one big year with the Broncos, and he was an All Pro that year, 2013. They set all the offensive records. Yeah, and really, um, the offense has struggled since. Uh, they were good in 14 for two thirds of the season, and then Peyton uh, got hurt and started wearing down a little bit physically. Julius Thomas uh, had a big start to 14 and uh, got injured, and they they weren't the same in 14. And then in 15, it was all about Von Miller and the defense to win the Super Bowl. So, And they have struggled on offense ever since, and um, it's it's something. Russell Wilson had uh, his first year in Denver after 10 in Seattle, had his worst year with the Broncos. Sean Payton. After 15 years in Seattle, um, on on several metrics, had his worst year offensively as Broncos head coach. So the Broncos seem to be getting the right guys at the time, but um, there's there's something going on in Broncos country where um, something's going wrong with the offense because they've not only been losing the last seven or eight years, guys, that the offense – has just been stagnant to the point it hasn't been exciting football. Mm. Yeah. Mike, with that being said, do you think next year we could be seeing a thousand yard rusher or even a thousand yard receiver? Um, or should we be holding our breath yet again? Yeah, I was going to say, um, I think Marvin Mims is the guy that has to step up for this team. You know, it's, uh, I, I do not think they're going to bring back both Sutton or Judy. They'll have a decision to make uh, one of them probably uh, is gone via trade. Uh, Sutton could probably get more back from a trade, uh, but that's also the guy the Broncos would most want to keep. So, um, you know, maybe it's Judy. He, he wouldn't get a whole lot uh, back, I wouldn't think, because he's making $13 million guaranteed. Yeah. And, you know, he, he hasn't had that 1,000-yard uh, season. Um, Mims had that 113-yard receiving game in the second game of the season on two catches, two catches from Russ. There was a 60-yarder 
and uh, another big one. And that was the only 100-yard receiving game the Broncos had all year. Remarkable. Crazy. Yeah, and and running back-wise, guys, um, I think they got to find one. They got to find some fresh legs um, there in the draft. That's that's what it looks like to me. Um, They've got they've definitely got to get some juice at running back uh, going forward. I don't know about a thousand yards, but uh, they got to have. they got to have another guy. A home run hitter. Uh, yeah, yeah, they got to, you know, the um, the Detroit Lions and Atlanta uh, Falcons, they both came up with uh, they both came up with nice first-round running backs. And who knows, maybe the Broncos go there if they can get a quarterback um, from free agency. Mm. Mike, uh, within the last probably 30, 40 minutes, Cortland Sutton posted something really interesting to his Instagram. Um, I have the screenshot of it available on my Twitter at Byesline, B-Y-E-S-L-I-N-E. By the way, you're back on Twitter. Go ahead and uh, give us your handle, Mike, so we know where to find your stuff. Yeah, Mike Liss, uh, 9 News. All kind of one word there, Mike Liss, 9 News. Okay. um, I'm back up. I've got got some catching up to do follower-wise, but – Go ahead and give it a, a click and, and see Follow if Mike. we can get uh, moving again. Yeah, yeah, that's why, why I wanted to give that handle out to our listeners because uh, you're yeah. a great follow. Um, but uh, Cortland Sutton on Instagram, okay, I'm going to read uh, from his caption. He's got uh, uh, pictures of himself uh, playing for the Broncos, and he says, Broncos country, I'm very grateful to be able to have finished off another season here in Denver. Unfortunately, we weren't able to accomplish our main goal. I'm still grateful grateful for all my teammates and support staff that have been riding with me all season. I know all things happen for a reason, and I trust my God's plans over everything, including whatever is next for me. Just know I gave everything to this team and organization every time I stepped on that field. All love, number 14. Mike, that sounds to me, and am I speculating a little bit? Yeah, but that sounds like uh, the, the tone of uh, laying the groundwork for a potential goodbye. What do you think? Yeah, possibly. Um, def- uh, definitely. I mean, he hasn't done something like that before. Uh, you know, it's it's also um, it's also a message that maybe a mature veteran um, would would think of to write, uh, even if he was coming back. That's kind of a veteran type of move, uh, a mature guy, a guy who's married now. Um, but he knows he was, um, you know, I, I think he knows he was on the trading block during the summer and um, or, or during the off season. And it was, uh, you know, the Broncos were wanting a, a second round draft pick uh, for him. Uh, I do not think they got that. Baltimore Ravens were, were in. I'm not sure they went all the way to a second-round draft pick. The Broncos decided not to make the deal. He really wasn't, um, you know, shopped around during the trading deadline. Um, although some teams did call on him, obviously, because he was having a good season. Um, but he didn't get traded again. And I think he knows um, with the Russell situation and him having non-guaranteed 13.5, he understands the business a little bit now to know that he's vulnerable to leaving via trade. Mm. And so um, whether that happens or not, but there's a lot of guys in that same, in that same basket, you know, Cortland, 
Um, Judy's actually in a different basket because his money's guaranteed. But Garrett Bowles, Justin Simmons, DJ Jones, uh, those are four guys that have uh, non-guaranteed decent money uh, left on the final years of their deals. So uh, what do you do about uh, those guys? I would think Justin Simmons is the guy they uh, most want to keep out of that group. And then you got the free agents, Cushenberry, Josie Jewell, Will Lutz, the kicker. Um, you know, you got some decisions to make there. So he knows that uh, in light of all the money they got to eat with Russell Wilson, that, um, you know, quite a few quite a few veterans could be moving on. So yeah, they're good for Cortland. That's a, uh, you know, that's, you know, that's a heady um, uh, goodbye message. And it's something that he probably wants out there for the other 31 teams to look at, too. Mm. What about Tim, uh, Mike, Tim Patrick? What's what's going to go on with that situation? Yeah, there's there's another guy with uh, $10 million non-guaranteed. I don't know what to tell you with Tim Patrick. Um, I would think if he comes back, one, if he does come back, he'll that $10 million will have to go down to about, you know, maybe two. And... Um, and, and you know maybe even less than that and uh but um you know i would i that that's a that that's a tough one yeah. after two straight everyone knows how much tim patrick means to this team organization a very good receiver but when you have back to back season ending injuries and you're on the wrong side of 30 um it's going to be the odds are long for him to to be back in the same capacity next year uh, Mike, you know, I was listening to um, Stokely and Josh before our show, uh, and they kind of went through and like th- th- this idea that the Broncos are in total purgatory from a cap standpoint is kind of a myth because, and you touched on a couple of them, but there's like five to seven guys that they can restructure or cut. And next thing you know, the Broncos could yeah. ha- could have enough money to go get Kirk Cousins if they really want uh, something like that. Um, it, what? It, it's not even a fork in the road, Mike. It's like six different freeways they could go on. They could go Stidham. Yeah. They, they could draft a kid, have him sit behind Stidham. They could draft a kid, have him play. They could uh, 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 go out and get Jameis Winston and have him compete with Stidham. I mean, there's a, a plethora of stuff in addition to maybe going after a, a Kirk Cousins and a more aggressive approach. What is? I won't hold you to it because it's January 12th. But what does your gut tell you about the approach Denver will have at the most important position on the team this offseason? Yeah, they won't go Cousins, and they won't go, uh, even though I think they like Baker Mayfield a lot, uh, I don't think they'll go Baker because, you know, he's going to get $20 plus after the year he had. He bet on himself this year with Tampa Bay, and um, and he won. He He had a good year, and he'll get a decent contract. I think they'll get um, uh, you heard George Payton say they're not going in the first wave of free agency. Yeah. So that means you're talking about guys like Cousins and and Baker Mayfield. You know, those are considered first wave guys. So you're you're you know um, you're looking at uh, a Sam Darnold. You said Jameis Winston. Uh, he would make sense. I don't know where he is with his game. I haven't watched him in the last couple of years. Haven't really seen him since. Uh, he had a nice start with uh, Sean Payton a few years ago. Um, but, yeah, somebody like that, of, of, of that ilk, with, with Stidham. Stidham will be back 
next year. He he will be in the room. And so the the question is, is he the bridge quarterback um, to, to, to a, a franchise type at some point, or is, um, or is he going to be a backup again? And um, one of the better backups in the league, he's paid like one of the better backups in the league. So um, I think you'll have another veteran come in. And then I do think they will draft one also. The question is, um, you know, I've been saying that they absolutely positively have to draft a quarterback at number 12. You know, then uh, you you saw, uh, you know, I saw Michael Penix and I made a rather uh, quick judgment on him that I don't think he's uh, a a number 12 pick for the Broncos. But um, we'll see what Sean Payton thinks. the, The only thing I know about Sean Payton, what he likes in a quarterback is um, I do think he really likes Jared Stidham. So uh, I think he thinks uh, he's got something there, that there that there is something there. It still would take quite the leap of faith to get him to play better than what he did the last uh, couple games. He played okay, I thought, given the circumstances, maybe better than okay. Um, but still, you're taking a leap of faith if he's going to be your guy in uh, 2024. But you're going to have you got to you got to get two more guys. You got to get one from free agency, probably a, the the second level, second tier type quarterback, and then you got to get a, a one in the draft. And I don't know if that's first round or if that's fifth round. All right, that's a good place to leave it, Mike. Have a great weekend. Uh, enjoy the playoff games uh, if that's what you're going to be watching, and we'll do this again uh, next week. You know, with all the problems I've had with Twitter, I, uh, now for me to figure out streaming on the uh, big Chiefs Dolphin games that's going to be quite the challenge um hopefully a sports bar has it somewhere yeah they will they will they will all right go <laughs> belly up to that sports bar mike we'll talk to you next all week right. see ya <laughs> all right there he goes mike Cliss, our 9 news broncos insider presented by fitness gallery uh and he just appeared on the johnson auto plaza hotline